0: So there is a maniac running around the internet and destroying MongoDB and Elasticsearch databases. (laughs) Let's discuss what we can do as backend engineers to prevent that. So guys, uh, this has been going for around a week now. It's just getting worse and worse. It was discovered, I believe, by a security researcher named uh, Bob Daichenko. Hopefully I don't... I didn't butcher your name there, but I'm actually following him, and that's how I found about it. I was following him on Twitter. I follow a bunch of uh, security researchers on Twitter just because I'm interested in security in general. But uh, he reported he started actually by having a MongoDB honeypot. And uh, guys, if you don't know what a honeypot is, it's essentially an 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 a planted uh, bait to attract attackers so that you can essentially find out more about the attacker themselves right where they're coming from and, and stuff like that so it's no real mongodb database or cluster or, or whatever software you're running you're running it on purpose so you can attract these attacks so he found it this way i believe that's how that's the first time i see it I, I think around three weeks ago And then he started seeing more and more similar attack people reporting that that their MongoDB, or their Elasticsearch cluster, all of a sudden is wiped out. And you might say, how does someone do that? Well, let's discuss and see how this is done, right? So, MongoDB so MongoDB runs on port uh, 27017 by default, and Elasticsearch runs, I believe, in 9300 uh, on default. So, that's the default port for these database clusters, and uh, so, what 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 the attacker needs to do is just literally run a port scan on the entire internet, uh, maybe targeted on Amazon AWS public IPs, and, uh, and for these specific port uh ports, and uh, you can do they can do like a TCP half open, so they can quickly find out, right, and then move on. And if it's, if the port is not open but if they find that the port 27107 whatever it's called 27107 and then 93 is running then they carry on on the attack and here's what they do they basically try the 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 default credentials for mongodb uh which is i think no credentials right uh i think that's the default setting so if you don't have no credentials then tough luck you just got access to right and, and then when they again access to as admin they can basically drop every database just like what they did here this is a this is the tweet Let's just show you this is what they did so uh, I don't know there is a previous picture but what they do is like basically they t- loop through all the databases and just add everything as a meow basically they they add their own signature, which is meow. That's the attack name, apparently, right? And they just wiped out all the database so that the default size becomes two eighty-three bytes. I don't know why two eighty-three byte default, but that's what that's what happens essentially. And when when you when you have that, basically the database is wiped. You can they they do the exact same similar attack to to. Uh, um to Elasticsearch cluster databases because the port is open and they can enter with the default credentials now the default credentials might not work because some people actually put some decent credentials so that then they probably run uh that's my guess a rainbow table attack to kind of brute way uh, brute force their way into the database and and then once they are in, then they try whatever database they have access to, they try to drop it or they try to change it. Okay? There is no there is no ransom or threats per se, to be honest. What we what what we've been reading, this Meow attack is just some lunatic. He's not asking or she's not asking for any money. She's not asking for a ransom, she's not asking for some Bitcoin address to transfer some money to restore the data. They're just just this this bot or this thing is just wiping stuff the most serious attack was against an actual bank so up until here guys i would buy that this attack that made the majority of the attacks against those clusters will be test databases because guess what production databases we will which we're going to talk about we will those gonna put some proper security measures to prevent that uh, from happening right so like nobody can just connect randomly to a mongodb right who's going to connect randomly to a mongodb uh, instance right Uh, that should be a well-defined subset of ip addresses that is basically your back-end uh, infrastructure that's your back-end servers but yeah it looks like zimbabwe's Payment so server running on mongo or whatever system is this got wiped out They was they were able to wipe the entire Payment system. It's a it's an attack. Basically, it's just like I Don't know what's the what's the uh, what's the hit here? It just doesn't show any screenshot, but it looks like it got wiped which is pretty bad. The meow attack is real, and uh, it's it's very dangerous because it's, it's there's no backup. If you don't have backup, tough luck, man. That's the thing. You can have backup, obviously, and and most production systems have. I mean, daily backup or. Somewhere that they can just reverse. If if you have MVVM, uh, MVVS, multi-version concurrency control, yeah, MVCC, multi-version concurrency control, MVCC, then you might actually be able to rewind the history in your database and then go back to a previous snapshot in time if you if you enable that feature, MVCC, right? I hope I pronounced it right, but it's just like basically. Any write, any delete is actually an insert right and a snapshot of the state of the database so basically the database can takes a snapshot of itself right or different implementation it's it takes version of itself and then it can assemble the new version by reassembling the old versions essentially so so you can go back in time to version 2 version 3 yeah this is how you enable a repeatable read isolation level if you know if you're starting a transaction you start on a version and any changes you start incrementing that version so now if, if if a concurrent transaction comes in and try to change your stuff then it starts another version v4 or v3 right so you're reading v4 so you your your view is consistent i don't believe mongodb have that but some most databases relational have that feature so if you have this feature uh, mvvc mvcc then you can basically roll back or if you have backups but if you don't tough luck so guys it's a Pretty bad attack. How many? How many database, How many clusters? Do do they say how many clusters have been attacked? Have been um, four thousand. I think this is a little bit old. It's it's it's, it's a few. It's twenty seven July twenty seven. But I think it's now reached nine thousand unsecured databases. So guys, let's talk about uh, what does it mean unsecured databases here because that's a very vague name <laughs> to be honest, right and. Uh, Let's discuss what what can we do as backend engineers to prevent that. So unsecured databases here means it's not doesn't have credentials. D- does not mean there are no encrypted channel between the client and the server because guess what? Even with TLS, this this, this you're not protected with TLS here. You know, guys, right? Uh, mongodb have encryption by default but that's it's like uh <clears throat> there is a saying it says catch 22 if, if you have a, a bank vault does not stop the robbers it, it was never a, uh there was never an incident where a, a vault actually stopped the robbers because they can just uh they they have the key or they found the manager under arrest and they started to mug them and found the key and they opened the vault Right, so the vault is not really—it's uh, it's not going to stop the robbers. Once they are in, they are in, right? But uh, if you don't have a vault, then you're going to attract more and more, uh, <laughs> basically attackers. TLS is exactly the same here, right? If you don't have a bank vault, then you're going to have more and more bank robberies, <laughs> basically. So it's a uh, cash 22 with the, with bank robbery and. It, tls is exactly the same so if you have tls which is encryption being client to the server client and the server which is the attacker in this case and the mongodb the communication between them is encrypted who cares <laughs> he, they are the threat i don't care if the their encryption the, the channel between them are encrypted or not nobody cares right so unsecure is a little bit vague here but when I asked the question here, I asked I asked Dan on Twitter, was it his name, Dan? Bob. I asked Bob on Twitter and he said, no, we meant actually un, unsecure credentials. That's what, what, that's what we meant by unsecure, right? So uh, uh, basically default credential, basically rainbows, uh, default password, like password one, two, three, or admin, admin kind of a password, right, databases. And that will basically simplify the, the attack. The other main thing here is is uh, why the heck the port is open, right? And available to be connected from everyone, f- from anywhere in the planet. That's the big problem. And, and and MongoDB is pretty good at this. When you first configure it, at least in Atlas, it only allows the local host. And, and I think that's it to be connected so you must have gone to the mongodb and says mongodb cluster shut up and allow star allow everybody to connect <laughs> and that's bad pg admin also allows only you from localhost to connect right so you have to go and specifically say hey i want dot 192 10.4.4.3 slash 28 to connect. So that means these set of IP addresses probably is your backend application that connects to MongoDB, and only those puppies can connect to the MongoDB or the Elasticsearch clusters. Unless you have some sort of an admin interface, that's another story. Uh, we can discuss more of what you do with admin interfaces. Really, I would not expose the mongodb default admin on the internet yes even if you want to manage the admin you go to a remote machine and then from that machine you connect to the mongodb admin or the your database admin forget about mongo right anything so those configuration must be behind a reverse proxy and reverse proxy in this case that's the only thing that the user communicate with and then anything after that is Probably an internal network. So there is no reason your MongoDB should be first a public. It shouldn't have a public IP address, to be honest, if you think about it. Because the configuration should be the MongoDB cluster and, and the backend server and then a reverse proxy and that guy is public, right? And if everything, hopefully those puppies should be in the same LAN with 10 gigabit uh, lan ethernet so they can communicate very efficiently between them and i talked about how about i don't know i, I spoke canadian for a second there. and i talk about why why you want your back end server to be very close to your mongodb database or your database in general and i called this video check it out right here it's called um uh, Keep your servers close and your database closer. And I made two versions of this, and it's very it's still still so real. This thing, you have to keep your server, the backend server, very close to the database. And it's very, it's, it's sh- you shouldn't send queries across the globe and the internet, public internet. This should be always behind a very high-speed local area network, so they can communicate because database communication is very chatty. And we saw, we did Wiresharking some of those databases. And you guys saw how chatty database queries are. There's like a, there's a lot of chattiness going on. Going TCP, i you actually using TCP, man. That's just, there is a lot of chattiness anyway. And the protocol of the databases also adds some more chattiness. And imagine these chatty packets going across the globe, right? So MongoDB, Elasticsearch should not have a public IP address, in my opinion, unless there is a use case that I'm kind of thunk of. But that's one. Uh, Ports, that's the first thing. The second thing is the port should only be allowed to connect through IP addresses that are pre-configured. Not any IP address, just specific IP addresses. Those guys can connect, especially a subnet. Kind of, I think, right? So that's that's the idea of how can we do things, guys. All right, guys. That's it for me today. Very quick video to report on this uh, meow attack. Wow. Yep. Uh, Elasticsearch and MongoDB databases are being destroyed. Uh, I don't think, again, I don't think most production servers know what they're doing. And if there is a MongoDB public, uh, public database, it must be a an atlas somewhere on on mongodb atlas somewhere or 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 somewhere that is just publicly available and just available for testing so yeah the only real incident is is this is the african zimbabwe attack that's the only one we know that has been public and it's been destroyed so yeah watch out for the meow attack and the, i'm gonna see you in the next one uh let me, let me know what I missed when this, uh, on reporting this news and, and uh, what should I talk about next. All right, guys, that's it for me today. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.